Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us consider the powers of the world. This is the eighth chapter of Julian of Norwich's short text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. And after this, I saw with my bodily sight in the face of Christ on the crucifix, which hung before me, which I was looking at continuously, a part of his passion, contempt and spitting, which soiled his body and blows on his blessed face and many lingering pains, more than I can tell, and frequent changes of color, and all his blessed face covered at one time in dry blood. I saw this bodily in distress and darkness, and I wished for better bodily light to see it more clearly. And I was answered in my reason that if God wanted to show me more, he would. But I needed no light but him. And after this, I saw God in an instant, that is, in my understanding. And in seeing this, I saw that he is in everything. I looked attentively, knowing and recognizing in this vision that he does all that is done. I marveled at this sight with quiet awe, and I thought, what is sin? For I saw truly that God does everything, no matter how small, and nothing happens by accident or luck, but by the eternal providence of God's wisdom. Therefore, I was obliged to accept that everything which is done is well done, and I was sure that God never sins. Therefore, it seemed to me that sin is nothing, for in all this vision no sin appeared. So I marveled no longer about this, but looked at our Lord to see what he would show me. And at another time, God showed me what sin is in its naked essence, as I shall recount later. And after this, I saw, as I watched, the body of Christ bleeding abundantly, hot and freshly and vividly, just as I saw the head before. And I saw the blood coming from wheels from the scourging. And in my vision, it ran so abundantly that it seemed to me that if at the moment it had been natural blood, the whole bed would have been blood soaked and even the floor around. God has provided us on earth with abundant water for our use and bodily refreshment because of the tender love he has for us. Yet, 
it pleases him better that we should freely take his holy blood to wash away our sins. For there is no liquid created, which he likes to give us so much, for it is so plentiful, and it shares our nature. And after this, before God revealed any words, he allowed me to contemplate longer all that I had seen and all that was in it. And then, without any voice or opening of lips, there formed in my soul these words, By this is the fiend overcome. Our Lord said these words, meaning overcome by his passion, as he had shown me earlier. At this point, our Lord brought into my mind and showed me some part of the fiend's wickedness and the whole of his weakness. And to do so, he revealed how, with his passion, he defeats the devil. God showed me that he is still as wicked as he was before the incarnation and works hard, but he continually sees that all chosen souls escape him gloriously, and that grieves him. For everything that God allows him to do turns into joy for us and into pain and shame for him. And that is because he may never do as much evil as he would wish. For God holds fast all the devil's power in his own hand. I also saw our Lord scorn his wickedness and set him at naught. And he wants us to do the same. At this revelation, I laughed heartily. And that made those who were around me laugh too. And their laughter pleased me. I wished that my fellow Christians had seen what I saw, and then they would all have laughed with me. But I did not see Christ laughing. Nevertheless, it pleases him that we should laugh to cheer ourselves and rejoice in God because the fiend has been conquered. And after this, I became serious and said, I can see three things, delight, scorn, and seriousness. I see delight that the fiend is defeated. I see scorn because God scorns him and he is to be scorned. And I see seriousness because he is defeated by the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ and by his death which took place in all seriousness and with weary hardship. And after this, our Lord said, I thank you for your service and your suffering, especially in your youth. Like Julian, we live in uncertain times. Indeed, to us it may seem as if the fiend has not been overcome after all. But remember that she too lived in a moment when the Black Death had ravaged families and countries, 
when economic conditions were such that workers revolted and unrest stalked her city, when religious ideals were birthing movements that changed the face of Christianity in the West. Hers were painful times, frightening even. And yet, in the vision she describes here, she is certain that God is showing her that evil does not triumph, that God is the ultimate victor. And because God is almighty, we small humans may rest in the knowledge that evil will be so defeated, it will in the end be laughable. May we find comfort in this truth today. And may the peace of Christ be with you.